Hey all, it's Evan Hill here of Real Hawk Talk. Super excited to talk to you about our good friends over at Burgermaster. If you know anything about me, I crave burgers in my sleep. I do not mess around. Started in 1952, Burgermaster is the best burger chain in Washington State. They have locations all over the Puget Sound in Aurora, Bellevue, Everett, Mill Creek University, and Mount Vernon. Their fresh ingredients and classic driving experience make them the greatest burger chain in the state of Washington. Stop by Burgermaster on your way home from a Seahawks game. You won't regret it. Hey everybody, it's Brian. If you haven't noticed, it is absolutely nuts out there in the housing market. If you don't know exactly what you're doing and you don't have someone that you trust by your side to guide you through the process, good luck getting the home you want or getting the best price for the home you're selling. John Hurlbut at Altitude Homes is a guy I've known for years, over a decade, a friend and someone I trust implicitly. If you are in Pierce, South King, or Thurston counties, there is nobody better to help guide you through the real estate process right now. Go on over to altitudehomesteam.com slash hawkablogger. Now, again, that's altitudehomesteam.com slash hawkblogger. Sign up to contact John. He will help you with the process, and all referrals will result in a $1,000 donation from John and the Altitude Homes team to Ben's Fund. Everybody wins. Go in there, get your help, get your dream home, get the most money for your home. AltitudeHomesTeam.com slash HawkBlogger. Hey all, Evan Hill here of Real Hawk Talk. Super excited to talk to you guys about our good friend Blake Johnson of ManifestFit.com. Football season is quickly approaching, and it is a struggle to stay in shape while eating burgers and nachos. ManifestFit.com is your one only true online personal training service with workout and nutrition programs specifically based on your needs. They work with clients all over the U.S., and what makes Blake and ManifestFit.com so unique is that they don't believe training should be a luxury item. Now's the time to start. Head over to ManifestFit.com. Click on how to join and fill out the form. Their team will get back to you ASAP and help you start building a healthier, happier, louder Seahawks family. The skyline is etched in my veins. You can never put that out no matter how hard it rains in my city. Well, there you have it, folks. The Seahawks beat the Texans. What was the final score, actually? Was it 33-2? I should have even checked because I dipped out at the at the one-minute mark. Uh, was it 16, Ryan? Or no, 13. 33-13. 33-13. Uh, we are here, episode 187 of Real Hawk Talk. The Seahawks moved to 5-8, and eight, and the Texans moved to 2-11, and 11, I believe. Man, uh, that was uh, that was a mostly complete game. Um, that was encouraging to see. Uh, I don't know about you, Brian, but my my stress level, obviously, just due to the context of this team, was pretty minimal going into this game. But um, you know, through the third quarter, there were some concerns about you know this team uh, letting them hang on, you know, by a one possession threat on both sides of the ball. But man, that was a, that was a good fourth quarter, both from the offense and the defense, the defense got their act together in the second half after a, a discouraging start in the first quarter, the offense finished it with a strong fourth quarter after I, I think not scoring a single point in the third quarter, lots of names to call out today. Uh, we've been calling them all out on Twitter, but, um, Brian, where's your head at right now? How you feeling? Uh, Dana was at the game today, so she's not going to be at the post game today. Uh, Nathan is dead or alive. I have no idea. But Brian, how you feeling? Uh, well, first, good to see you, dude. Uh, Absolutely. You know, um, 
don't know. After the after they beat the 49ers, um, and then going to play what I think is probably the worst team in the NFL. Uh, starting worse than the Jags, worse than the Jags, worse than the Lions. I mean, they are last in just about every category. It's hard to be worse than they've been. I mean, they've scored under 10 points a bunch of times. Um, anyway, I, I kind of was like wanting this game or I wanted this score, but I felt like the whole first half was just it was like the defense playing the way I think most people have perceived the defense to play all year, but I've been like against this competition. I felt like this was really, really shameful the way they started on defense. Um, but for the second straight week, they shut out their opponent in the second half. So, you know, credit, credit to them for that. Um, the offense was on pretty much the whole game mm-hmm. and your former love, Rashad Penny. How'd you call that today? How the heck did you do that? Dude, it's it's random bullshit. <laughs> did you I just mean, wake honestly, up this reason, morning being the like Rashad Penny? Feeling it for Rashad Penny this week when I called it on the Wednesday pod is I just really like the way he played last week against the 49ers. It was an understated uh-huh. game for him. And he wasn't gaining a bunch of yards on, on his run plays, but he was running hard and he was finishing runs. And I don't know about you, but Rashad Penny, like his whole career has basically been either big splash play or he runs directly into the the lineman in front of him and gets no yards and shows no tough. Like he's, he's actually a bigger running back weight wise than Chris Carson, but have you ever thought he runs as hard as Chris Carson? Not even close. No. So I just liked the effort he was showing and he brought it today. Like he ran, it wasn't just like bullshit. He ran hard and Alex Collins ran behind the same line against the same team. Mm-hmm. Looked like shit. Like, so I'm happy for that dude. I mean, I don't think it means anything like in the grand scheme of things, but 16 was... carries, 137 yards, two touchdowns. Career high. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he had two long, two long TD runs, 30 something yards and 47 yards. Um, that's what he does that, that Chris Carson doesn't do. Like Chris Carson is never going to be a big play threat. He, he just doesn't have that. Um, Who else stood out to you today? I feel like there's a lot of different names we could talk about. I mean, I got to talk about Russell, right? I mean, I thought, I thought Russell looked really good today for the most part. There were some, some frustrating misses and some decisions that were questionable, but I thought he made like five, six, outstanding like Russell only makes those throws kind of throws yeah like his completion over expected in this game is probably going to be ridiculous I think Mm -hmm. I think he made some crazy completions and Tyler Lockett I mean wow they've got a connection unlike any other in the NFL they really do they do why why can't he get that with DK like what like DK's got the talent to be just unstoppable but they go for the beginnings of these games. It's like DK doesn't even play practically. I don't know if it's like Russell just prefers like the locket style of, of receiver. I, I, I don't I, like subconsciously. I don't know what it is, obviously, because they're completely different types of receivers. But I'm like trying to think back to the early Tyler Lockett days when he was like, you know, working behind Doug Baldwin. Like 
did he have an immediate connection with Russell? Because I, I I'm genuinely trying to remember. And I think he did. Yeah. Like it, it just seemed like they were in sync from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, he trusts Tyler. I don't know. Like, um, and it's not even like complicated stuff sometimes where like that, that, that throw to DK at the end zone, that wasn't a hard throw. Like DK would had no one near him, just mm-hmm. throw it like pitch and catch touchdown and Russ throws it like three yards behind him. Like I almost <sighs> wonder if there was like a, not a miscommunication bit, but a misunderstanding on how deep that route was supposed to go or something. Because it, was, it was really off. I mean, you're right. <laughs> right. Like, like it was, it was so off that it's like, it doesn't make sense. Right. I mean, how you, how you can't complete that. And it could be, I think those things you're saying, but it still comes back to how can you make, not make that throw mm-hmm. with DK? Like the two of them haven't figured that out. And then they make these ridiculous throws to Tyler that nobody should be able to make. Like it doesn't, it just doesn't make any logical sense, but um, even, even the go balls, like the DK got uh, a pass interference call on the left side the ball's out of bounds. Like Russell doesn't throw balls out of bounds to Tyler Lockett. Lockett always has a chance to make a play. DK, it seems like doesn't. And I don't know if that's a DK. I just don't know. It's just weird because it's the same quarterback. And I'll tell you this. I'm, I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad Seattle broke away in the fourth quarter because uh, we could have been having a pretty nasty conversation about the quality of the refereeing today. Ugh. It was pretty bad. On both you know, sides what, of the ball. What stood out to you? I, I agree. Like, what were some of the plays that jumped out to you? Like, I, I thought the the pass interference was horrible um, on the DK one. I, I think it was completely uncatchable football. I don't know. Yeah. It, to me, yeah. that should have been picked up. Um, I don't think Gerald Everett got in at all. <laughs> I think he was, like, definitely a few inches short. I mean, those are those are two massive – you know, play swings right there. There were more. I'm forgetting right now. The offensive now. PI on Brandon Cooks, I thought was oh, bullshit yeah. early. Like uh PI on Reed, people are saying. Forgot about that one. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, it just I don't know. There were just some big yeah, swing so plays. The refs were were definitely not having a oh that that penalty on Al Woods on the field goal, like that seemed really weird. Um you think he played well today? Al Woods? Yeah. Dude, that guy's the best player on the defense this year, <laughs> pretty much. Al Woods what? had a game, man. He did, right? He's a big, disruptive, fat man, and we like those players. Hell yeah, for like three million bucks or whatever they paid him. like Yeah. <laughs> steal the – and then there's Jason Myers. Who had an excellent game. So, so Al Woods gets paid less than Jason Myers, right? Absolutely. Jason Myers has like a top five cap hit on the top seven cap hit on the team this year. <laughs> Fuck that guy, dude. Like I am so sick of, I, I know you're, you, you, you've, you've, you've probably have to have come to your senses about that. He's not that good. I mean, how many kicks did he missed last year? Is it last year? Do we take like historical context of play into consideration? I'll I'll just, I wouldn't even argue. Are you saying that Jason Myers is a good kicker? Yes. Dude. Good players have bad seasons. Like it happens. 
Wow. I'm not saying he, I'm not, I'm not saying he's not overpaid. He absolutely is. Okay. He's paid like a top kicker in the NFL. Okay. I think he's like a top three kicker okay. on, on contract basis. But like, would I feel comfortable leaning into him for next year and keeping him here? Yeah. Mm. I'd ask Man. him to take a pay cut though. I have no confidence in that guy at all. Like every time, every time the Seahawks have been in one of these close games and they do some kind of like crazy play to bring it closer. And it's been such a long time coming. I fully expect Myers to miss the extra point. Like every time it makes an extra point, I'm like, Oh shit. Thank God. Uh, yeah. I mean, like a free throw, you know, where it's going to be on the field. Like, there's no reason to be missing extra points. He was just so damn good last year. I, I don't know. I just think he missed four extra points last year. But like he didn't miss a single field goal. Did he? Not? Like, he yeah, he I, I don't I think he went like it was like the last couple of games of the year before, too. He didn't miss a couple. So he, he had set like a record. I don't know if you remember. It was like 40 something straight or something of not missing. And then I mean, it's the position, I think, is psychological. I mean, it is. You know, I, mean, I still I, I'm not going to defend his contract. The combination of him and Pete Carroll on the same team <laughs> is really, really aggravating. Um, I think even Michael Dixon. I've long thought Michael Dixon was such a great addition to this team. He might have been the worst possible addition to this team because mm. he feeds into Pete's decisions to kick the ball when he's like, we got the best punter. We're going to use him as a weapon like that was aggravating. So um, I have a stat for you real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many times was Russell sacked today? Ah, uh, I know this. What's I the answer? This is, I think this is the stat of the day. I think it is too. What's it's the answer? It's a big zero, dude. It's the big zero. It's a big fat zero. When's the last time Russell had was sacked zero times? Do you want me to look it up? Yeah. I don't know how you even pull that data. I Brandon Shell wasn't playing today, you. right? It's going to be... It's going to have been a while. Um, well, we had um, Brandon Shell wasn't playing today, right? <laughs> what are you saying? Uh, the last. Oh, wait. Um, oh, wait. That's 2012. Was Shell out or am I hallucinating? No, yeah, he, he was out. He was out. Hurt. Okay. Um, the last time Russell Wilson was sacked, there's zero times was against the Washington football team last year. Um, week 15. Um, he was also sacked zero times the week before that year. So two weeks in a row last year. Um, other than that, 2019, he had one game where he had zero sacks. 2018, he had zero games where he had zero sacks. 2017, he had one game with zero sacks. It's just Russell it Wilson. Happen very often. Russell Wilson football without the occasional big loss sack play. It's just such better football when he doesn't, you know, do that. <laughs> like, well, so it's, it is. And how much do you think the running game was part of that? You think it um, helped? Of, of course, because it, it, they were playing so well today. Like you have to respect it. I, I, I don't think anybody would disagree with that. Yeah. I'm, I just, this offense, I think we get like way too geeky about some of this stuff. Passing's better than running period, you know, like in a lot of ways, but if you can run well and you have a good quarterback, you're just so much tougher of an offense. Of course. I just, I just think this team has been so shitty at running the ball and we give them a total mm -hmm. free pass for that. Cause most of us just want to see them throw it. 
but I think this has been a huge issue. Like it was, it was nice to see today, like almost 200 yards rushing. Can I, can I make a reactionary take slash yeah. question? Should the Seahawks like think about potentially keeping Rashad Penny? For what? Like, like money-wise you're, you're asking? Uh, yeah, yeah. Would you take him at like two, two and a half million a year? Um, it's not an immediate no for me, but I, I really don't like paying. I mean, I have a feeling if he's going like, to stay healthy the rest of the year, I don't think the Seahawks – if they sign him, it would be a really bad decision. If he plays, stays healthy the rest of the year, it would be a bad decision because he's going to cost – Probably more than two million, I would think. Imagine I'm having even one more game like this the rest of the way. Mm-hmm. Like some team is going to say former first round pick. The shame of it is he didn't have these games before the trade deadline. <laughs> I was thinking about that actually today. Would you? Would I give him like a one year, two point five million dollar deal if that was like the context of his market? Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. We've seen too much from him to know that like it's a, it, his body is a reliability concern. You know what I mean? Like I, you can make arguments about how much talent he has and how much talent he had coming out of college, all that stuff, but he's just been consistently unavailable. Um, Hard to any, sink money into that. I agree. Any thoughts on, um, Ryan Neal today or like how the defense looked without Jamal Adams, anything that you thought showed up as different or better or worse? I'm going to flip that question back to you. What do you think? I thought Ryan Neal had a bad first half. Mm. Uh, I don't know for sure. Cause it's, it's hard to say, but there was a number of completions where he was in the picture, but not next to the guy catching the ball. And there's a couple times the first touchdown there were three guys guarding one Texan player and the Texan guy was standing by himself in the back of the end zone. So I don't know, like hard so, to say, but I. Quandre Diggs did steal an interception from Ryan. Dale. He did. He did. Um, I don't know. I don't know if we've seen enough to make a judgment call either way. Oh, no way. You know, yeah, I agree. We play uh, is Stafford healthy. Is he playing next week? I haven't been paying attention to be honest. Yeah. I, because we play in LA next week yes. and obviously Jamal Adams is out for the year. So that will be a much better test. Yeah. Yeah. Let's hope DJ reads. Okay. Uh, I know you got to go soon. Do we want to talk about how the Seahawks are one loss out of the seventh seed? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't either. That was just a, that was a layup question. So, you know, I, I think this team can can win out. I do think that. I don't think that they will necessarily, but um, it wouldn't. It would not shock me if it wouldn't shock me if they beat the Rams next week. It would not shock me if they lose by thirty to the Rams next week. So, mm. um, when Russell's back and he's playing, you know, he's playing better. Um, if they can get some semblance of the run game, the offense can be competent then you know maybe 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 the defense i mean as much as i thought the defense played like ass the first part of this game 
you know, they once again have held a team, they held the team to 13 points. Yeah. That's, so, good. that's good. Who knows? All righty, folks. Episode 187, I think. Seahawks beat the Texans, one of the worst teams in football. We win. Wins are good. We haven't won a ton this year. I'll accept this win. First time, uh, two consecutive wins, baby, all season. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's I can't believe that's real. That doesn't feel real. Um, all righty, folks. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday afternoon. We'll be back next week. We'll be back on uh, Wednesday for the game preview for the Rams this upcoming weekend. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday.